Hello and welcome to episode two of Crush Your Mountain Wellness. And in this episode, we'll be talking with Miss Sheba Kafan. I had a great discussion with her. She's part of the Ageless Workout Group and owner of Panache Fitness down in Miami, Florida. We talk about her amazing recovery from a total hip replacement, what it means to have physical resilience at any age, why muscle is important when it comes to injury, how movement helps us to do what we love to improve fitness, and how to improve strength and posture as we go older. We also talk about what is the leading cause of death in people 65 and older. And we, we talked about so much more. She's so full of energy and vibrancy. This woman is such an amazing person and you're going to love her pretty much as much as, as I've come to appreciate her intellect, her, her energy, her power, and her insights. And I want to encourage all of you to take close attention to this information. And by the way, if this is vital to you, if it's important and you've enjoyed it, if it serves any purpose in your life, please give a thumbs up, like and subscribe to catch other episodes and by all means leave a comment below whether you disagree or agree and rewind and check out some of our older issues our older episodes from previous seasons this is going to be a fantastic discussion you're not going to want to miss it so once again let's pay close attention to Ms. Sheba Kafanga. I am so happy to have probably one of the most amazing and incredible young women this season so far and i will tell you that you know she is the epitome of what it means to take care of yourself in spite of all the obstacles and of all the challenges that she's faced so, you know, it's a great honor. She's, uh, we have a mutual friend. If you remember last season, and Nate Wilson on, he's from, from Ageless Workout. Well, well I, I'm just so happy to have with me today, my dear friend and colleague, okay, Sheba Kafanya. How are you doing, darling? It's so amazing to see you. Well, thank you, Henry, for that warm introduction. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm so glad to be here and so excited to be part of your podcast this afternoon. So I am well and anxious to talk to you and share with you how to continue to be resilient. Yeah, yeah. Well, we got to say that whatever you do, you definitely do it with panache. And if you haven't had the chance, folks, to go to her website, I'm going to leave the link uh, on the bottom. You'll see her doing some amazing stuff, you see. And in spite of her 30 something years, okay, we might put a plus in there. She'll tell us where she is if she chooses to do so. But in spite of that, okay, in spite of that, she does things that I've seen some 19, 20 year olds uh, can barely do. Some of the folks I know can barely get out of bed without groaning and, and whining. See, I've earned, I've earned my groaning and whining. <laughs> I'm still doing my 100 push-ups a day. So, I, so, so we're going to talk to her. Now, unlike, uh, unlike me, I have not had any injuries, but Sheba, you um, experienced uh, some issues with, uh, with your hip. And could you talk to us about that and tell us a little bit about what led up to some of the challenges you were facing? 
Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. With pleasure. So one of my issues was I had um, wear and tear on my hip. I am a fitness professional, which means I am a personal trainer, group fitness instructor, and now a medical fitness trainer. Um, and by way of hip replacement, joint toe replacement, I have grown into this new niche career. But back in 2017, I had some issues with my hip. It was rubbing, wear and tear, not necessarily associated with my fitness career, which is a second career, by the way. I started in the fitness 20 years ago. So I was about 46 when I came into fitness as a second career. And so the hip was, you know, the it was rubbing the bone. And so they determined that I needed a hip replacement it was terrible with the um, with the pain, you know, and trying to run and, and perform exercises. So I vetted a doctor for about a year um, and looked around and saw who I could find and did prehab for a year, which is pre rehabilitation. Um, so I could train that hip to come back, had the surgery and um, all went well. And I was back to work training people in just eight days. It was one day too soon. Um, I couldn't get in the water. I teach water classes as well as group fitness, but it was one day too soon. So I came back in just eight days with a hip replacement. And four weeks later, I had a joint toe replacement. So in your big toe, there's a joint that makes that goes like this. And um, I have a great podiatrist. He's a he's a um, MBA podiatrist, meaning he works with the team um, with the heat. And so he put a four weeks later, he put a plastic, you know, extender in my toe. And four weeks later, after that, I was at the National Games in Seattle for Special Olympics with my son. So eight weeks post hip replacement, four weeks post joint toe, and then off to Seattle to walk around for Special Olympics. So it was an interesting experience that has led me to medical fitness now. And that's a trainer that's somewhere between um, a regular trainer, what you think of, and someone who works with doctors and PTs to release you after physical therapy so that they can work on both sides of your body. So typically when a doctor writes a physical therapy order to the physical therapist, they only work on the issue because insurance only covers the issue. They don't look at your whole body. And so what my profession is, is now I look at your whole body. I look at the wellness, what you eat, how you move. How do we strengthen that one leg? How do we strengthen the other leg that has to support the body? So it's a full body kind of intervention. And you see, that's the thing. Um, you mentioned so many different things there that we need to impact. First of all, of course, okay, I always say that you're incredible and you're amazing. Okay, because, you know, Knowing how you've had to deal with that, you know, I, I can only imagine the pain. I remember working with um, working with patients back in in, 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 the, in the hospitals and the nursing homes, and these um, you know delightful mamas, you know, the no knees, you know, what I mean, they, they 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 take a step, they break a hip, and they have to endure all this pain. Or after a while, they just you see them crawling around and they they're not moving, and then to have to go through the the replacement, to then okay, the prehabilitation, then the rehabilitation. You see, but what I appreciate about you is the fact that you were kind of prepped for a healing process because you were already doing the work of maintaining your muscle. You see, how important is it to for, for individuals? And you're just kind of you're preaching to this choir, 
but so many of my people, I want them to understand, okay? I know a lot of women personally, okay? You said 20 years ago, and you started that when you were 46, so we have an idea of, uh, of the number age, not your real age, you see, not your, not your biological age, but the number age. I know women who are by far still 20 years behind you, and, you know, they look good because they can do their hair and they wear nice clothes, but the, the, the underlying physicality puts them in line for a very long recovery should there become an, a, 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 um, an injury. So why is muscle so important when it comes to that, first off? Well, muscle is very important, but I'm going to take you one step back. It is movement that is the critical thing. So most people, our research and data tells us that 80% of individuals do not like the word exercise or workout. So 20% love it. There's those that do the 100 push-ups a day like you. And so they're all into it. And that's not really my primary market. My primary market is the 80%. And so in that market, I speak about movement and kind of doing the things you like to do if it's about going for a walk or being with your family or if you roller skate or if you, you know, get out and row, or you hike, dance, if you line dance, if you go to the club on Friday night, and you dance, that's a beautiful thing too. Whatever it is you like to do, you have to keep moving. And along those lines comes in this whole notion of muscle mass. So the data that we have possession of says that for every 10 years, you lose more muscle mass. That's why people shrivel up and they're hunched over. So you have to do strength training exercises. Now, that strength training exercise depends on your lifestyle, what you're looking to do, how that works for you. So strength training exercises can simply be with light weights here, pulling, you know, we do sit to stand, which works your legs and pulling here, or you can get into heavier weights, but I would recommend you have a trainer. The walking is good, but you need certain level of cardio, but you have to maintain this muscle mass because it helps you look resilient. And did you know, Henry, that the main cause of death over 65 is slips and falls. So it's not the disease you get, or it's not the chronic illness or the hip replacement, is if you fall and you stop moving, then you have a problem. So you want to protect your body with muscle mass, okay, and keep that movement going. Posture is also important as you talk about muscle mass. So, you know, maintaining proper posture and alignment actually reduces chronic pain. You know, people go, oh, my back hurt. Well, because maybe they're hunched over. So, you know, what you could do is get into a class situation. Nowadays, you know, they have things that are outside that are free in park and recreation departments. So there's nothing that should be an obstacle to your success. Not really. You just have to make your mind up and do it. And absolutely, that's the main thing. First of all, not first of all, and I always say that mindset is everything when it comes yes. to taking care of your health. A person has to think in terms of that. One of the things that I do and we do with Chrysalis Transformational Coaching is help individuals to understand that it is their mind. We take them through that process. You know, when you're talking about motion, we have a saying, motion is lotion, you know. And the fact of the matter is that, yeah, a lot of people are sitting behind the desk all day. Uh, sad to say, you see kids who are 10 years old can just laying around playing on the phone or the tablet or the video games, things like that, right? 
they, they got all the running on Fortnite, but they're not running themselves. You know, <laughs> and you have that challenge. But the problem is, and thus, by the way, you mentioned you, you, the research. Okay, some of that latest research is, say, is saying that a lot of those aches and pains, a lot of those injuries from falls are actually happening at an earlier age and threaten to even attack, attack our teens and preteens because of that. But when we talk about individuals who are in their 30s, who are in their 40s, who are now dealing with the sarcopenia, which is what you mentioned, again, when you, we've got to do that. So one of the things that I noticed that you mentioned, and I agree with you, is that you know, taking those baby steps, getting them, meeting them where they are in their space. One of my, uh, one of my clients, when we first talked, was, she was saying, I, I don't do this, I don't do that, I won't eat this, I don't like to eat it. Okay, great, so what do you do? What do right. you, you see, let's work with that. Now, don't worry about everything else, you see, because you get yourself a little book, the book tells you what to do, but you already said you're not gonna do that. So what will you do and move from there? Because if you start making the gains, you're going to see the results, you know. You know, the, you mentioned also with the, the not just the loss of muscle, but the hunched over, the pain. And body composition oftentimes adds to that. You know, there are people, and dare I say women, okay, who may need to focus more on building and strengthening the upper middle back and the lower back, the back as a whole, because of their natural body composition, they tend, to, if, if they don't, um, the front tends to bring, bring them down. Right. The hips tend to spread. So my question would be then, what would a good exercise just in that sense uh, be for, for individuals who are just getting started, but, but they're trying to slowly ease into strengthening themselves or straightening themselves up, having the good posture at, at age 60, 70, 80 years old. Well, I think one of the first things you want to do is just to open your arms and pull back. So you have to relax your shoulders and open your arms and pull back. And I think what you're saying to me is as women age, our breasts tend to fall just a little bit. And that's a, a, you know, that's a natural process. So one of the things I teach, you can see here, is that the pec muscles need to be strengthened here, okay, for the posture. So women have pecs, men have pecs, all right? But we also need it as well, as well as men, because there's a situation where men develop estrogen in their pec area, and then they have breasts as well. So, you know, what I teach, generally speaking, is that you want to pull your arms back with your shoulders down. You can do that. You can see my hands here. You can lift up, but you're holding your stomach and throwing your shoulders back and down and in your neck. So, you know, you get this. These are called your platysma muscles. So you want to hold your head up and just kind of breathe into your nose, out your mouth with also this mindset that you mentioned. So the mindset is that you are ageless. It has to be an ageless mindset. Henry, did you know that ageism is the last acceptable prejudice there is? Well, absolutely. I'll tell you what, here's what even now, though, the doctors are even looking at aging in the, in the, in the state that humanity is in as a disease that needs to be cured and a disease that needs to be reversed. So, yes, you're absolutely right. Okay. Please go on. I'm not stealing any of you. You've got enough. <laughs> well, you're a hurricane down there by yourself. See that you're in Florida. So go with it. 
Well, you know, uh, our, our society, at least in the United States, is built on this notion of let's correct it after it gets broken because there's big money in aging. There's lots of money in aging. So you never see a, an elderly or aging person going to a nursing home. They walk in, but they don't walk out. So we tend to house our old people and isolate them. And a recent study just came out um, that said that the isolation of people post hurricane is tremendous and people are dying because they're isolated and they feel lonely, that shelter in place notion. But, you know, it's, 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 we live in a society where, you know, if you have high A1C and I'm blessed to have a concierge doctor who we go to, who says, you know, your A1C is high. Well, it's, you know, 6.1 is a little bit high. I think it's 5.7. You're pre-diabetic, 6.1. You're diabetic. So here's a perfect ideal situation. It was high and he wanted to prescribe a statin. And I said to him, listen, doc, why don't we change my diet and see what that does? Well, consequently, as a result of that, I got a CGM. You know what a CGM is? A continuous glucose, glucose monitor. monitor. All right. So here's the thing. You can get, you can sign up and get a CGM and pay for it anywhere. You cannot get a CGM unless you're diagnosed diabetic. Mm. So that is how it works in Western civilization. I had to pay for one to bring, so I could monitor my glucose to bring it down, which doesn't really make sense. I fought with Blue Cross and Blue Shield for some time about it. Eventually, it did come down because I changed my diet a little bit. And this is my field of expertise. And we're all about trying to naturally heal you. Now, that's not saying that I am a doctor and you should stop what your doctor is suggesting and recommending. What I am saying is it is important to question your doctor and say, you know, you want to give me this prescription. What else is it I can do? What else do you recommend? You know, it's not like it used to be. You don't hear me often say amen on this show, friends. But I've got to say amen to that because you know that's what I always say as far as dealing with doctors. A little bit to cut, circle back to its status. Okay, all of this, so it is the most popular drug to be sold in the United States and actually around the world nowadays. There's a lot of money being made with statins right now. And the challenge is that the side effects outweigh the benefits just for men, okay? Because I tend to fall in that category. Just for men, all right? Okay, so it's supposed to reduce your cholesterol, but it's also, in addition, totally wipes out your capacity to, to have that good quality of life with your mate. With right. Your wife. So that's one thing, but it also leads to some dementive uh, functions, all right? So a person actually runs the risk of having some memory loss. There's a, not some, a, a bit of, of symptoms of dementia going on. So when you think about that, if you've had individuals, like I've had people that, have, that I've loved die from dementia, I have to look back and wonder, was the dementia due to, was the, the, those symptoms due to just a natural progression, something else, or did the statins play a part? Did they exacerbate it? Is that possible? So yes, absolutely. Don't just sit there and say, yes, doctor, and just do what he says. Right. You have to investigate, do your own research, because the latest research oftentimes is not what the doctor is going on. 
Right, 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 right. You have to be your own wellness advocate. And if you don't know, there's many different ways you can approach it. You can go to your insurance company. I know Blue Cross is very much out in the community trying to advocate and get individuals out. There's a number of ways you can get out there and find out additional information, but you have to be your own wellness advocate. Absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, because they're not preaching exercise. So when you go to a physician, they ask you, do you smoke? You know, they ask you, what do you eat? They never ask you, how much cardio do you do? How much walking do you do? It is all projected around what you may need based on what you tell them in terms of prescriptions. And so if you understand the pharmaceutical companies are not in business to cure you and they can't cure you, and if they could cure you, they wouldn't be in business. But you may need something that takes a little push. And at the same time, you take a little push from what your doctor prescribes, but you find that resilience and mindset to take a step forward you know you can there there's fitness programs in churches you know you could walk to church or you could walk around the church you could get up during the day and go outside and walk around i know the heat index here is 140 in miami it's 100 today but i'm out there and this is my choice and this is because what i do breathing that air and training in that air so I can better facilitate my lungs. You know, people stayed inside all during the pandemic and then they got to the point where they didn't want to leave the computer. No one wants to go outside anymore, but you can go outside in the evening, you know, and take a walk around the block with your family, your dog, your spouse, your kids. You know, when you take the kids to soccer practice or whatever it is, you could then go for a walk. You can tune in your Apple phone has the number of steps. You don't need to buy a, a monitor. So there's so many things out there that you can do. We call those obstacles. Recently, I was interviewed by a venture capital corporation that wanted to know the perspective on where I see myself in 2030 at being 66, okay, as an active aging adult. And so they also presented scenarios for um, the alpha generation, which are teenagers, millennials, generation Y, X, Z, but then baby boomers. And so where I see myself in seven years is doing exactly what I'm doing now. Rising early, you know, and that's not everyone's thing, but rising early and getting moving because you can wake up and your body's stiff and, you know, you want to get moving early. You really do. And you feel so much better about it. Your endorphins get released and you're, you know. Absolutely. Well, you see, here's the thing. What folks don't realize is there a couple of things that, that, she's, that she said there? Okay, rising early, and we've talked about this, guys. So we've talked about, we're talking about getting those rays of the sun to affect your brain and your mindset. We're talking, when we mentioned mindset, understand we are beings that are connected to the planet and we are tied to the planet. So when we get up in the morning, those first blue rays of the sun, they hit our eyes, hit our brain, and they wake us up. You get your endorphins moving from that point on. When you are moving in that morning sunlight, when you're when you're dancing in the sunlight, like I told my wife, I wanted to see you do before we got married. I said, I want to see you dancing in the sunlight. So, and when you're doing that, when you're moving like that, you are you begin to feel good throughout your body because your body is now moving, flooded with those endorphins. And on top of that, on top of that, throughout the day. When you have the movement, you're sending that signal to the brain that you are active and alive. We talked a little bit about the pandemic. And yes, there was lockdown. 
I'm not going to jump into this whole thing which like Charles Stevens does because I'm not Sean. Um, but I am going to say this. Um, one thing that was cut from us is the very thing that contributed to the Blue Zone areas. And that is the association. That is the connection. Okay. You know, people tend to hug. When you hugged, what's happening now is you are creating endorphins within your body, your oxytocin. After 20 seconds of hugging, your oxytocin floods and if you're, you're imparting that to the other person as well. All that's part of wellness. All that is part of getting yourself in the optimum state. So it goes all the way around, not just lifting weights, but having the understanding that your activity, daily activity is creating the mindset of wellness. So that's what we wanna encourage you to do. Now, I wanna ask you a couple of things, okay? Cause you got me fired up. I was dragging when I first came in here. I've got, now, now I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go do another 100 push-up just for the heck of it, you know? Um, but I wanna ask you along those lines, could you give us, let's just say with a, another exercise or two that can help, let's just say we have some women who basically they, they have their office and they have to do work tied to the, to the computer uh, through, throughout the day. Can you give us a couple of exercises that they can do just to get the ball rolling, put them in the mindset of movement? Yes, 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 yes. So what I would recommend is that every 30 minutes you get up and move around. So the sit to stand is so important. That's mm -hmm. one of the fundamental exercises. So sit to stand, it's, you're sitting at your desk, you stand up and you sit down and stand up and sit down. If you can do that without a chair, it's great. Everyone should be able to accomplish that because if they sat down and walked over to their desk, they can get up. So maybe you do five, maybe you do 10, okay, of sit to stands. The other thing you can do is with your feet on the floor, you can raise up your leg 10 times off the floor with your knee bent and raise up your leg. Can't see my legs, but I'm actually activating my quads, which is going to keep me active, you know, a little bit longer. You know, again, this is always perfect. You can take your head around in a circle. So this tends to be quite effective because if you're hunched over and I'll turn sideways, if you're hunched over like this over a computer, okay, you want to pull your shoulders back and down and just simply roll your neck out a few times each way. Something very simple, which is going to loosen up your neck and this tightness that you feel here in your scalenes, these are your scalene muscles in the back of your neck. And it's going to give you a nice youthful look in here. So this is good for both men and women. <laughs> okay. And you know, where you have this, where the shoulders are backing down and you know, because of the melanin in our skin, we don't wrinkle as quickly. So we want to stay out of the skin, use a certain level of skin protection. And then finally, this hand open and close. Now, I am very arthritic. I lift a lot of heavy weights and light weights, but I lift a lot of heavy weights. And I tend to get a lot of arthritis in here. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I open and close my fingers, you know, 
just to get them stretched out because you don't want your fingers to curl up. You want to be able to work in here. And as well, I don't know if you can see my extensor muscles. So this will be helpful should you fall over. You don't want this flat against the bone. You know, you just want to open and close there. And finally, I would recommend that you have a what we call a thumper. I don't have one in my office. It's one of those massagers and you can use it. There's a variety of them. They're inexpensive. They go from inexpensive to very expensive. I just was given a, a personal one and it just kind of, you know, they call it percussion therapy. Something you can do at home. You do not have to get in the car and go to the physical therapist and get a percussion therapy. They have them on Amazon, at Walmart, you know, in the supermarket and use a little percussion therapy on your body. It'll feel good. You know, it's all really moving back to self-care in 2030. The focus will be on self-care. So people will be wearing wearables. So they the continuous glucose monitor, they'll be using their Apple phone to monitor their self. And then also we're moving outside. So you don't need a gym membership. You don't need a trainer. You just need to get outside and do a little echotherapy. Henry, are you familiar with echotherapy? Echotherapy. I have not heard that word. Well, echotherapy is where you take a minute. And so this is perfect for people that work in an office. You get, you know, maybe you get a 15 minute break. You go outside, you breathe the fresh air. You listen to the cars, the traffic, the birds, and it kind of releases your mind. It may be very hot. So you take a bottle of water. You go out for, you know, a minute or two and you just kind of breathe. And what that does is that releases uh -oh. a lot of endorphins and gets you in a different mindset than in the office and everyone's you know, typing and, and working away. You know, you get a little vitamin D, a little sun. Now I've got to ask you a question. Have you ever heard of Shimano Yoko? No, what is that? It's echotherapy. No, <laughs> but, you know, but you know, well, well, the reason why I say it that way is because Shimano Yoko is a Japanese practice of, of immersing yourself in the forest. It's called forest bathing. You immerse yourself in the forest. You're involved in the, in, in the environment of the forest. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be, as you just mentioned, an actual, in the woods. Right. If you're in a, a setting uh, that at least has some trees around, or just like my wife and I, we were at the beach over the weekend. We took the time and we spent a lot of time immersed, not just in the, in, in the waves physically, but immersed in the sound of the waves, right? The texture of the sand, even when it was hot. And okay, and a couple of times it was so hot we had to ooh, ooh, <laughs> across the sand. You know, we we're like right. an Anthony Robbins con uh, uh, concert. You know, doing the hot the the, the hot lava walk. But right. We, it was that hot, but we were able to immerse ourselves in that environment, and that's the same concept. It just goes back a few more uh, centuries than the, 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 the echotherapy, but it's based on the same thing. The old is always new, and the new is always old. Things You're right. Happen, you know, that's why I'm keeping, that's why I'm going to keep my wide lapel jacket. You know? <laughs> well, fashion always returns. So you're right on target. Fashion goes around. If you've been around long enough to know clogs, then you know that you're aging well because yes, clogs came out in the 70s. Yes, ma'am. So let me ask you this. Now, uh, you know, Sheba, first of all, uh, where can we find, in case we need to, uh, it's, some of my people want to avail themselves of your of your services because um, some some you know we work with individuals that are that that 
on some level resonate with us and we with them. And so honestly, we can say that out of the 8 billion people on the planet, not everyone's gonna resonate with me, but they will resonate with you. So those for those that do, for those that do, where can they meet you? Where can they find you? Well, uh, I have a website, panashefitness.com and an Instagram account, which is panashefitness, at panashefitness, um, YouTube channel, which is Panache Fitness. Um, and you can simply give me a call, text me, write me. I'm pretty accessible. Uh, so, you know, you can always reach out to me and you can put up my information. Feel free to put up my information on the podcast if I can help someone. Um, we have clients all over the world. We have a newsletter. You can sign up for the newsletter at the website. Right now we're on hiatus with the newsletter for the summer, looking at some other programs and developing some other things. World Wellness Day will be in September and I'm an ambassador for World Wellness Day. So you can reach out to Henry. Maybe I can get Henry to, to chime in and do a, a hybrid program. I offer hybrid programs right here. I have a studio on site that is uh, totally workable. And again, we meet you at your level. So you don't have to feel intimidated if you decide you want to do a class with me or my partner. You can do that. The first class is free. So, you know, it's just about taking that first step. What will motivate you to take that first step? Even if with this conversation, you don't reach out to me. I want you to think about how do you take that first step? You know, what is important? How do you create longevity? And that's where the key is. So our mission here at Panache Fitness is to teach individuals better habits to create a better quality of life for enhanced longevity. And longevity is the conversation that is hot right now in fitness. Absolutely. How do you live a long time and feel good about it? If you don't feel good, you're not going to want to live a long time. You know, you know that makes me think of this uh, one lady that I came across and um, she, was, she was in a nursing home because I was, I, 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 I was um, a, a recreational therapist at the time. And the thing is, I, I came across her, her name was Loretta, beautiful little lady. And um, she was, I thought she was doing her rosary. She's in a wheelchair. And you know, I kind of just touched her shoulder and she looks up, she goes, oh, hi. I was just praying. I was like, okay, yeah. Just I was praying to die. Right. And that was one of the saddest things to hear someone pray to die. Mm -hmm. You don't have to. What gets the person to that point is when they have, number one, in their mind, nothing to live forward to, look forward to. In their mind, nothing to do. But also in their body are not able to sustain themselves when we are created to have vibrant health. We are created to be able to have the power and move to move for a good long while. Yes, we are gonna die, but why hasten it, right? Right. I gotta ask you one last question that I ask all my guests. And I wanna thank you just for the caffeine of your presence today, <laughs> because you certainly do have panache. You are elegant, you are amazing, and you're such an incredible person. And it's an honor to know you and, and I'm looking forward to working with you soon. Um, and by the way, in October, October 5th, October 14th, we are having our Shinrin Yoku event, forest bathing event 
down here in the city of Oaks, Raleigh, North Carolina. It's going to be held at the William B. Umstead uh, State Park. So come there. We're going to do a little bit of breath work. We're going to do some walking meditation. We're going to do some grounding. So be prepared in, in, in the fall to, 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 to take your shoes off. I'll let you get away with keeping your socks on. But you want to take your shoes off and you want to get that energy of being connected to the earth. And afterwards, we'll do a, gra a, a, a gratitude practice. It's not going to last too long, but it's going to last long enough to make a change and a shift that you can take with you. But in the meantime, let me ask you, Sheba Kafanya, what does it mean to you to crush your mountain? Oh my, that's a very difficult question. You know, crushing my mountain. Oh, you know, I I live with an attitude of gratitude. And so crushing my mountain is my ability to share my passion with others. You know, I basically have the opportunity to teach recess <laughs> in my semi-retired years. You know, I just did a promo about retirement and you don't retire, you rewire all right. And you have this wonderful opportunity to do all of the things that you want to do. So crushing my mountain is the ability to share my knowledge with everyone at their own level to enhance their life. You know, that's really what you want. We all have certain life things. I have a special needs 33 year old son, you know, and, and we all have our difficulties with business and family. But what do you do for yourself? You know, can you take that time to step back? And do a little bit of self-care. Now, self-care certainly is your nails, your lashes, your hair, your clothes. It's all of that too. I'm all for that. All for that for men and women. But what do you do for your body underneath the fancy handbag that you have or the fancy hairdo? What do you do to sustain your body from within? Because the beauty of living is within. All these kind of things come and go. But how do you sustain your body and keep that resiliency and that fire as you get older? So that's crossing my mountain, being able to get up, get up around here at four o'clock. We don't allow people to stay with us because four o'clock we're out. This morning I did a run walk around 4.30, went off to the gym. And that doesn't mean it has to be at 4.30 for you. Plan it, make it happen. Sometimes it's easier to get it out earlier in the day, because life takes a hold of you and you don't have that ability, but you have to do something. You know, if it's walk to the corner and back, it's more than walk to the mailbox and back. It's a little further, a little yes. further. And you can set a step goal with your phone. You know, if you're only walking 2000 steps a day, that is certainly not enough. You can start out with 5,000 steps. It's not really a lot because you want the blood to flow in your body. And Crushing my mountain is the ability to share my passion with people like you, Henry, who have asked me to be a guest on your show and, and just anyone who is facing life. Well, I'll tell you what, that speaks volumes and that helps us to appreciate just why you are who you are. And it's in, 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 in your inner beauty, your outer beauty and your mindset beauty. That's a, a, a blessing that uh, we have to have you on this show, on, on, this, on, on this humble channel. And we really encourage all of you, okay, friends? We really want to encourage all of you to think deeply. Hey, the fact is, not everyone likes exercise. I spoke to one person just the other night, and she goes, yeah, I'm not going to do that. 
<laughs> but it's not about what are you going to do. It's about what will you do? What can you do? What are you willing to do for yourself? Because the doctor is going to lead you down the road. He's going to do his best to take care of you. But he's only going to take care of you with what you give him to take care of. And oftentimes, that latest information, that latest research is not going to be there. The pharmaceutical companies are coming out with drugs every day. Listen to the fine print reading to tell, so that they tell you what's really going on with, that, with those side effects. Because the fact of the matter is, they couch it as effects and then side effects and then adverse effects. But really, you don't see any sort of dichotomy in the pill. They are all effects and they affect you detrimentally just to give you a little bit of what they want you to have or what you want to be. The idea is to take the time for yourself. I always say that. Take the time for yourself to move forward. Take charge of your health. Take a few steps more every day. Ed Milet has a book out that says one more rep. In other words, do a little more each day and you'll find that your body is going to improve. But take the time to challenge your body don't stay all day at the computer where, where, where your body basically is not just resting, but just is beginning to break down over a period of time. Take those times to strengthen yourself. Get out in the sun. Get out with those that you love. Get out and lift some heavy things. It doesn't have to be too heavy. If, 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 if what's heavy for you is a milk carton, do it that But the most important thing is to take the time to eat. Build your physical and mental resilience so that you can stay a long time, as long as possible, on this planet. Again, I want to thank all of you for being here today. And like, like I always say, don't just, just climb it. Don't just climb it. Crush it. We will see you next time. Sheba, it's amazing to have you. Thank you again.